0: Ever wish you can capture all that data that you're producing from all the various systems that you use in your buildings, and analyze it so you can make better decisions for your business? Now imagine a dashboard that allows you to visualize that data and share that with your teams. Today on Solving for Multifamily, I'm joined by Liz Brahman, co-founder and CEO of JoyHub, and we discuss how knowledge is power and how the data you're producing can lead to smarter operating decisions. So click like, share with your friends, and enjoy today's episode of Solving for Multifamily. So Elizabeth, thanks for joining us today.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Looking forward to the conversation. And so we met a couple, gosh, it's probably been about a year ago now, but interested in, in learning a little bit more and telling the story of Joyhub. So who is Joyhub and what do you guys do?
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. And it it is good to catch up. It's been uh, an interesting year uh, for us as it has been for, for most folks. Joy Hub is a data aggregation and business intelligence platform specifically for owners and operators of multifamily and rental housing. So we connect, collect, standardize and store data for owners and managers, from the technologies that they use every day, so that they can have a comprehensive data strategy. And we learned that most operators use, on average, 40 different standalone systems, and none of those systems speak and connect in really meaningful ways. So a lot of data that real estate companies are creating is not being accurately captured, stored and utilized to improve performance and maximize NOI.
0: 40 different systems. I mean, on the access control side, I I know we run into things that, you know, at five or six different data systems, but 40 systems seems like a pretty broad array. You guys have the ability to plug into that many different systems. And I guess a secondary question is, you know, obviously data is great. Are you applying visuals to it? How are you helping them and understanding that data?
1: Any system that an owner or manager uses that has the ability to export data, whether it's um, pushing it out via an API or an FTP file or emailing reports, there's there's multiple ways to get data out of these systems. Um, these systems can be anything from your sales database to your property management system, a legacy database that you've maintained at the company for a long period of time, emails, social media accounts. And over the last decade, there's just been this huge proliferation of uh, prop tech tools. So you've got your IoT devices, your tenant engagement, any uh, bots that you use for marketing purposes, all of those amazing technologies are generating tons of valuable data on your residence and on your property performance. And so, our goal is to collect all of those data points that an owner or manager wants to utilize and pull them all together into one kind of cohesive space, into a data warehouse that you can store securely on the back end, and then a front end visualization tool. So, you can plug in An existing one, if you have an existing one, we've presented our product out of the box with our own data visualization. So you have dashboards with charts and graphs and also the ability to generate reports. And so aggregated reports are something that our clients have found a lot of value in because it saves a ton of manpower, time that people have been historically spending on average one to two hours every month putting together reports that they then have to disseminate to investors, to managers internally, and just as a form of communication and, and tracking. So we've automated that process uh, by collecting all the data from these various systems and putting it all together.
0: So can you give me an example of what type of report you're referring to? It sounds like you you probably already have some you know, kind of off-the-shelf reports that you're, you're gathering. And then maybe as a secondary follow-up, you know, are Do you have flexibility? Are people asking for new reports that maybe you haven't seen before? Because I have to imagine once you start collecting and scraping all this data together, people are going to start looking for new and different ways to use it.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I call it cross pollinating the data. Uh, it's um, the ability to look at a weekly performance report at the property level or at the portfolio level level. Um, that's a pretty standard report that folks want to see is, is um, stack ranking of properties, which ones are performing better than others, where uh, budget to actual is a big report that people want to see how are the managers um, performing and operating relative to the budgets they've set for themselves. Um, one of the reports we've been asked for a lot, which I'm excited we're working on, is budget to actual to pro forma. Uh, The ability to look back on your acquisitions pro forma and see how are you tracking to that plan uh, with your actual financial performance. So any report that is currently utilized that maybe takes some time to put together because it has various data sources feeding into it. And so it's a manual process um, or portfolio wide reports that have been pretty difficult to put together uh, until now because Either you're getting financial information from a manager or multiple managers, or it's coming from multiple systems and it's just been difficult to aggregate in a, in a cohesive way, both because the data that's coming in is not in the same format and also because it's um, different timing issues, different calculations. Aggregating data has a lot of different components to make it um, clean and seamless. and, And that's why our platform is a scalable way of doing that instead of hiring a lot of consultants to do it at each and every company in a more piecemeal
0: so I have to imagine in this era now, the pandemic has probably put even more pressure on this. It seems like the adoption of technology has come forward. Uh, operational efficiency and staffing is is really important. Um, have you seen an acceleration on on uh, both, you know, frustration at the ownership level, and also you know how do I solve for these problems? Are, are you seeing more acceleration around you know? it sounds like you're you're saving a ton of time right by being able to pull these different data points together and generate these report reports but is there more frustration out there today because of the adoption of technology and and some of the pressures that the pandemic has put on us
1: yes and i'd say it's also solving some of those problems so the pressure it's putting on is that people want to do unmanned site tours there's something that's a perfect way of addressing an issue of people don't really want to have to meet up with a manager on their time frame. They want to just go and see a property. So uh, either doing them online or doing them virtually and, or going to the property and, and being able to give someone access to the unit without having uh, a person there with them. Those are amazing technologies and, and we're seeing a lot of centralization at the kind of parent co level of some of the real estate companies. And and in, that's in large part due to the fact that it's really hard to staff up during a pandemic. People are having a tougher time hiring, tougher time recruiting, and as well, um, just there are less people that are available at the properties, whether it's they're out sick. Uh, so staffing issues have exacerbated and also really pushed the need for some of these unmanned technologies and also some of these more centralized management systems, which in turn exacerbates the issue of, now I've got more various data sets that are all over the place and how do I look at things holistically, like trying to figure out how a on-site um, someone who's a maintenance person, how do I use them more effectively? If I only have one and I used to have three, can I use them at various properties and managing their time and them as a resource using technology to help that process can really save a lot of money and also reduce frustration because you're using that person more effectively than maybe you previously were able to. So it, it's uh, it's kind of the double-edged sort of technology is usually adds a little bit of pain um, until you find more technology to solve those pain points.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. But I think it's pretty exciting up where we are today. Um, you know, in, in the stat I've heard a couple of times in the industry is, you know, we've accelerated our technology adoption maybe by 10 years because of the new world we're living in. And who would have thought even four or five years ago, I mean, we're talking IoT, you, you brought up bots. I mean, there's just so many different things now that that are happening, uh, specifically with this, in this industry. I think there's, you know, obviously a, a big, Influence from the renter base being now predominantly millennial or younger. So there's some incentive there from a resident experience, but I think the operations side is just absolutely fascinating on how they're trying to figure out moving forward. You know, that contribution to, you know, either an ROI or NOI is really important. And and I think you guys are right in that space any really interesting findings or kind of aha moments as you've deployed this system with with some of your clients?
1: Absolutely, and I think you just touched on it with uh, talking about um, millennials. It's really been um, interesting to see that the millennial cohort as a consumer has really pushed the boundaries and demands on companies for giving more specialized product and um, kind of a demand for higher quality product um, that meets everyone's individual and specialized needs. So you've got on demand with Amazon and you've got lots of um, consumer products that are really uh, geared and focused towards more niche audiences, which is fantastic. At the same time, um, multifamily and housing, which is a third of the country rents their housing. It's their number one household expense. And my aha moment was literally talking to one of our clients who said, if they're not on the lease, they don't exist. And he was talking about the residents and it it just smacked me in the face that grandma and grandpa and the kids, they don't sign the lease. They're not paying uh, rent each month. And so they're not being included in the consumer. And in multifamily, we really don't talk about residents as a consumer, but they're consuming a product, and that product is housing. And because it's very, or has been historically very transactional in nature, it's it's not been, and I think also because the data has been hard to access, it's been very hard to look and drill deeply into customer journeys, what motivates your residents. It's been so anecdotal and people know their markets and know their residents and that's been enough. But as we continue to increase in population and our employment changes, people are no longer having to live in major cities or live near their workforce. Everything has been turned on its side, which is changing all of our assumptions. And we're going to have to look at things in a really different way in order to serve the residents and the communities, and looking at how we can reduce turnover by knowing our consumers' needs will really impact how our properties perform. So I think it's super exciting, a lot of changes, and uh, I think data can be impactful in how we address those changes.
0: Yeah, I think it's so important. uh, Some of the dots you connected in there, because beyond housing, then they're consuming your product and that ultimately is your brand. And so if you're looking at, um, you know, if you're a large institutional and and you own multiple properties throughout the, the country, how do I keep that resident within my brand, even if they are looking for flexibility that you can pull on that conversation and say, maybe they, you know, maybe we changed leasing. Maybe, maybe I'm spending a quarter in the mountains and spending another half a year at the ocean. Right. And so how do you understand who your residents are? Like you said, the ones that are not on lease. And then how do you cater to them? Because I do think we've entered the era of exactly what you said. Really understand me and, and speak to me as as your resident, as your consumer, and and I will be loyal to you. right? I think brand, uh, I think there's a big environmental play in there. The consumers today want to feel connected to that community, connected to their space and connected to their local economy. And if you can tie that together, then I think you're in a great space. Kind of feels like your big first step in being able to pull all those data systems together to impact that is, is that a fair assessment?
1: Absolutely. You can't have a data strategy unless you have all of your data in one place, in one format, it's kind of the boring first step. But with that, you now can take the really interesting second step of running your data models, finding predictive analytics, identifying opportunities and trends within your data, and you know what you know. We know our communities, we know our residents, and and there's a very human element to operating and managing housing because you really want to be boots on the ground, connecting with people at that level. But you also wanna step back and look at these things and challenge your assumptions that sometimes In the whole, things are changing and people are acting in different ways than previously they were. And look at housing more as a housing as a service, housing as a a membership, housing as a community. There's absolutely huge brand play that I don't think the multifamily industry has even scratched the surface on to create brand loyalty. Using point systems or some kind of loyalty programs to really keep people within their network, and that's technology is going to drive all of that. Getting to know who your residents are is really going to drive all of that. So, uh, huge and exciting opportunities ahead.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, from uh, you know, at least from everything we're seeing and reading. Delayed home ownership is a is a real thing. Do we even move this from you know you're currently renting your second apartment from me now? Perhaps we'll we'll move you into a single family rental. I mean, there's there's ways that that brand and that kind of loyalty can can extend. It triggers a question for me. You mentioned some of the analytics. Uh, are those built into your platform? Do I need to create a new role within my organization to better understand how to to drive these? these outcomes or you know, the insights and to drive new outcomes, is it going to change what a, a staff member needs to do? Or are you seeing that really consolidation and, and you guys are providing a lot of that?
1: Well, I think you're absolutely seeing changes in employment responsibilities and, and how you use your current staff. And hopefully it'll take the um, report building and automation, like by automating that, you're opening up the time for them to do the more interesting next level analytics driven actions. And so our system is intended and really purposeful about giving actionable outcomes and helping with driving those and giving our users the ability to see, okay, the data says this, but but what does that mean? How do I use that? And how do I enhance my performance? Because data for data's sake is kind of not very interesting and not very helpful. and. No one really wants to pay just for data. They want to pay for the outcomes that data can provide. So I think there's um, hopefully real estate companies aren't going to have to hire uh, data scientists. They're expensive and hard to hire. So I wouldn't encourage that for, for most multifamily owners and managers. But at the same time, using tools that do give that information. We just did our first really interesting model, which we ran a lifetime value to cost of customer acquisition at the building level model to set that benchmark. And it's interesting because those are not really terms. You use them all the time in your uh, consumer facing businesses, but you don't necessarily think of your, how much does it take to acquire a resident? How much does it, how much is that resident generating? And am I healthy in that ratio? Those are things that multifamily operators haven't traditionally looked at, but that data can really help drive decision-making when you look at it in a a really broad scale. And and, um, it's just exciting to be able to to help drive some of those modeling and, and outcomes.
0: You know, it's interesting as you are speaking. It kind of feels like it helps fuel other decisions downstream as well. Oh, yeah. Um, so when you think about the acquisition of of a resident, you know, you could probably see the data at, at certain point of time where maybe you were not utilizing self self-guided tours, things along those lines. And then as soon as you automated that, did it lower that acquisition cost because now you're using more technology, which in turn can provide more data. So it'll be interesting to watch and, and see how this really grows moving forward. Oh, yeah.
1: Tracking ROI is, is definitely something that uh, has been hard to do in the past. I mean, how do you track whether you got a return on your Taco Tuesday uh, marketing spend, Um Hard to know, um, but customer sentiment tracking, online reviews, being able to see whether a property has a healthy community out there, supporting it and giving good feedback. It's the number one way that most new residents find their housing is through online reviews. So tracking the customer's journey and seeing who the right residents are for the particular property to have the best experience all that can be really data-driven, and so we're we're excited to help our community to to get better at doing that, and and we encourage their help and support in, in uh, our efforts.
0: That's really fascinating stuff. Looking forward to watching uh, how you guys grow and and hearing a little bit more as as the industry progresses forward. If someone wanted to learn a little bit more about JoyHub, where can they find you?
1: Well, we're online, uh, joyhub.io. We're also uh, LinkedIn, you can find our our company there. And um, yeah, I'm uh, Liz at joyhub.io. So if anyone wants to shoot me an email, we'd uh, love to connect and hear more about how we can help with developing scalable data strategies and figure out how to use that data.
0: Well, thank you very much. Appreciate the time today, Liz, and looking forward to to the next time we get to catch up.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. Really appreciate your opportunity.
0: So thanks for joining today's episode of Solving for Multifamily. If you like the episode, hit the like button, share with your friends. We'll see you next time.